story to tell. I'm not a writer, I'm a writer for myself and others. I got a story to tell. I'm not a writer, I'm a writer for myself and others. And I'm just getting warm. Welcome to the Passionpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. I'm so excited to welcome you back to another season, another episode. Did you like the new intro music, the new custom theme song? Yeah, I had to let the whole thing play because I wanted you to get it all. I didn't want you to miss one beat. But I'm so excited to be back on the air with you, uh, to be back to sharing information with you. If, this, if you're new to the Passionpreneur podcast, this is where we teach you everything about uh, becoming a better leader by building passion driven businesses to help you be more profitable and successful in life. So we are excited about that. Today, we have a, a super show set up for you. We have a great uh, guest, uh, Miss Quinn Conyers. We're going to get into that in just a second. But I want to make sure that those who if you're listening, you make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Wherever you're listening to this podcast, go ahead hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button. Make sure you follow us. We're all over the place. Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever they wherever they play podcasts, you can find the Passionpreneur podcast. Then make sure you follow me on social media. Everywhere on social media at Raj Speaks, R-Y-G-S-P-E-A-K-S on any social media platform. You can follow me there. Listen, I'm so excited about the um, support that we constantly get throughout the years on this podcast. I'm excited about the uh, new season and all the uh, upcoming shows uh, that we have for you. I'm also excited about a brand new um, event we're doing coming up uh, in January 2020. So before we get into our interview, let's talk about that. When I was getting started in my business, the one thing I wish I had was a group of professionals who had already had success doing it before to help me along the way. That's why I put together the Mastermind Exchange. We're bringing you professionals and experts to help the next group of entrepreneurs get started in the right way. The more small businesses we can help get it done right, the better it is for every entrepreneur in the marketplace. There will be 13 experts sharing insight and expertise on how you can build a better business for 2020. This virtual summit is totally free to attend, but you must register for access. To save your spot and select your sessions, simply go to www.mxsummit20.com and register. The power of the mastermind is the synergy created when multiple minds come together. So in that vein, don't keep this to yourself. Spread the word and invite your entire team, staff, or friends. We'll see you on January 17th and 18th. There'll be tons of great teachings to help you master business, as well as many giveaways, prizes, and surprises. Register now for the Mastermind Exchange 20 at www.mxsummit20.com. And here we are. Welcome again to the Passionpreneur Podcast. I'm Ryan C. Green, and I'm super excited about our guest for this week's show. 
uh, as we are embarking upon our new season. Uh, you know, I am super proud of this young lady. I'm excited to have her on the show. I can say that I have literally seen her from the beginning uh, and, and as a college student and watched her blossom into this powerhouse in the speaking industry, in the entrepreneurial space altogether. So I want to welcome, uh, without further ado, Miss Quinn Conyers to the show. Welcome, Quinn. Well, thank you so much, and you are so right. Since my college days, we have been connected, so I am honored and excited to be on your show. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, so we're going to talk, because Quinn is doing a lot of things. We're going to talk to Quinn today. If you are a, a public speaker, for, uh, I would say this, you are a public you're looking to become a professional speaker, because there is a difference, and Quinn is going to break that down for us today. If you're looking to figure out how to craft your message, how to get paid as a speaker, how to take what it is you know and start to share that with other people in ways that they want to pay you for it, that's what today's show is going to be about. Uh, so, Quinn, uh, let's just give the, the people a, a little background on yourself. Tell them about who you are and how you ended up in this uh, space that you're in right now. Well, yes, thank you again. So my name is Quinn Conyers, and I really transform entrepreneurs from public speakers into powerful presenters so they can constantly convert the crowd into paying customers instantly after they speak. And depending on where you met me in life, you might know me as a person who does public speaking training and development for entrepreneurs, or you might know me as the chief fashion officer of the Purse Paparazzi. And interesting enough, what people don't know about me is that public speaking has always been my first love. I mean, since college, I've always wanted to speak. And I ended up starting a business when I moved to Baltimore, Maryland. And as a result of that, I was asked over and over again to speak about my experience as an entrepreneur. And like many other entrepreneurs, I needed funding to grow my business. So I ended up entering and winning a whole bunch of business pitch competitions. And if you're not familiar, that is when you give your best 30-second, 60-second, or even 90-second elevator pitch, and at the end, you are awarded cash prize if you deliver the best pitch. Well, I kept doing that and winning, and over and over again, a lot of entrepreneurs would come up to me and say, hey, no disrespect, I'm not really interested in your purses, but can you teach me how to do that? And I didn't even know what that was. And they were more interested in my speaking, which I had kind of let go a little bit, than the purses. And then finally I had one of those aha moments, and most people have aha moments, you know, somewhere along their career. And I was selected to pitch in the um, elevator pitch competition for Black Enterprise Magazine. They only select 10 entrepreneurs from all across the United States. I was one of the 10 selected. We had 60 seconds to pitch our business at the annual Black Enterprise Conference. Five of us were eliminated after a 60-second pitch, and then only five of us were left, and we had 30 seconds to pitch. I lost that competition. I did not win that. And I remember after I was done pitching, there was a long line of people wanting to talk to me, and I couldn't figure out why because I lost. I'm like, what, what is there to talk about? <laughs> you know, uh, you can talk to somebody else, but I don't know what to talk about. So I saw this woman, for the most part, who was kind of eyeballing me the whole competition, and she comes up to me and she says, listen, I'm a writer for Black Enterprise Magazine. I'd like to feature you on how you pitch. And I'm like, I don't know if you were at the same competition as me, but I lost. So you might want to go talk to the winner. And she's like, no, but just your, 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 your speech, your presentation, the way you delivered was just so good, and I want to feature you. And that is when I decided to take, you know, kind of 
go back to my first love, which was speaking, but really on a different angle, teaching really entrepreneurs how to speak up for their business and you speaking as a tool, as a lead generation, as a marketing strategy. So once I did that, there was a fulfillment that I had that I couldn't even compare it to, and that's where I decided to focus more on my energy. So I still do purse paparazzi, but I really am serving my entrepreneurs by really teaching them how to, like I said, be the spokesperson for your business, and that's where I'm at now. You know, what what an awesome story and an awesome journey, and I want to walk through it a little bit because, um, you know, especially the purse paparazzi part, I want to, not because I want to promote that, but I want to talk about your start because, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you did like a lot of entrepreneurs where you're starting one thing and you're doing it and you're good, but that may not necessarily be the uh, – the big dream, like it's something that you do, you enjoy doing it. It may have you know have success in it, and it opens up doors. Uh, but there's that that you know it's kind of like the stepping stone to the next thing. Uh, so is that how it was a first paparazzi, or did it just kind of happen after the the fact? Like, and I for myself, I know when I started my media company, writing books is something I do. But writing books was always the first step. It was a stepping stone into what I really wanted to do media-wise, uh, which includes radio and TV. Uh, so for you, what was that journey like? Because there's some entrepreneurs who might be doing something right now. They know this isn't the, the, the final thing. Uh, so talk to us about what that was for you and then maybe that transition uh, from going from the first paparazzi into where you are right now. You know, your gift has a funny way of finding you or pivoting you into the direction that you want to go in. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. I did not have this big dream to sell handbags. Honest to God, I moved to Baltimore after finishing up my master's at Howard University, literally went out one night, met this guy. We were having a conversation. This guy ended up turning into my husband, business partner, and father of my children. And I remember going over to his house, and there was a bunch of luggage on the side of the wall. And I said, are you going somewhere? Are you traveling? He says, no, I sell things. And I said, really, what do you sell? He's like, oh, I got some, you know, men's clothing. I also have some women's handbags. And I said, bags? Well, let me see what you have. So he immediately pulls out all of these bags. And, of course, I'm a kid in the candy store. My eyes are about the Christmas tree because I'm a woman and I love bags. So initially, it wasn't even me. I was kind of, I've always been entrepreneurial, so I was helping him do little things on the side. Once I saw these purses and I began to wear them, and people used to ask me about these bags. And then I said, oh, I don't sell these bags. My friend at the time, my friend, you know, friend, quotation mark, my mm-hmm. friend sells these bags, right? And he, I ended up going home. I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where fashion is really non-existent. So, of course, I was getting looks and stares. So my family members and were like, listen, next time you come home, bring some of these bags. So I did. I bought all the bags. I mean, I literally popped open my trunk, and I sold everything I had within, like, 20 minutes. I wow. swear to you, I have never sold drugs a day in my life. <laughs> but the rush that I felt selling these bags, I called him and was like, I went in. But if we do this, we got to do it right. I was like, we need a domain name. We need a website name. Because he was just a guy selling bags. And okay. I knew if I had to be a part of it, we need to add some structure. So we just started, we kind of started together and just selling these bags. And then what happened was a friend of his who he worked with happened to be a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated invited us to one of their events at Martin's West in Baltimore where we were served as a vendor. And that is when I got the big aha moment to actually start customizing. Because at the time, we were just selling regular handbags. But when I saw all that AKA stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, we about to change the game. And that's when we got licensed 
to be able to start doing sorority bags and then HBCU bags. And then, of course, as we're getting more momentum about our business, I'm getting more speaking opportunities, and then I'm vending, and then the event organizer would ask a lot of us to come and talk about our business. And that's when the speaking part kind of became full circle. But the true thing that was life-changing for me is I was making six figures, but I wasn't fulfilled anymore. Wow. I literally was selling handbags, and then it started to dry up, and I felt like it was God telling me, like, this is cool, but this is not your purpose. You were supposed to be using your gift to speak life into people, and you are not. So I'm going to dry up this income stream to get your attention, and he did, and I'm going to not make you like it anymore. And I didn't. I'm like, this is crazy. A year ago, I'm loving this. And then this wow. year, I'm like, I can't. I'm kicking boxes in my house. Like, what's wrong with me, you know? Um, but by doing that, it really had me focused on getting me back to what I'm doing now. And those conversations start to play over my head where I remember over and over again me speaking about my business or me pitching and a lot of people in the audience saying to me, I'm not really concerned about your bags. Can you teach me how to do that? And that's when speaking decided to come full circle again. Wow. You know, that that's uh, such an awesome story. And, and so many entrepreneurs who are listening probably in that same, you know, find themselves in a situation where they're in a transition, you know, um, whether they're, you know, willfully or not. Uh, they're trying to figure out why things aren't working or they know there's something else they want to do. So, you know, it's it's always, uh, you know, two sides of the story. There's always a way you can look at things and say, well, maybe things are drying up. Maybe things aren't working because it's time to shift. It's time to pivot and start to do something else. Uh, so let's let, let, let's talk about that. You know, when people are coming to you and saying, hey, Quinn, we want you to come out there and, and teach us how uh, to do what you do. Uh, so what is what were some of the biggest hurdles or mistakes you saw speakers doing um, in the beginning that you were able to come in there and kind of uh, help them fix and get going in the right direction? Oh, my goodness myself included, not just even other people, I really thought that the only way, money, only way to make money as a speaker was to get paid an honorary up, up front. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought. So a lot of times if I wasn't getting a honorarium or speaking fee up front, I would be a little bit upset. They say they want me, but they don't have any money to pay me. And then I found myself, you know, sometimes turning things down, but then I, you know, had to relook at, look at things a little bit differently and see how can I monetize and maximize the speaking opportunity even if no one is paying me up front. And that became my niche. So I became really, really good at converting and really good at really speaking for free and still making a profit. So there are certain things that you have to do and say to convert people even if no one is paying you up front, and that's in my secret sauce because I am no, like, uh, rookie to professional development. And all of the workshops and trainings and seminars and online courses that I did when it comes to speaking, everything just talks about how to get paid speaking engagements. And it's like you follow these steps, you get a paid speaking engagement. But I was more or less concerned with once you get the speaking engagement and you suck, you're not going to get any more. So let's talk about how to really uh, deliver a powerful presentation versus just get the steps to get a a speaking opportunity. So once I kind of figured that out and also a complete statistic that changed my whole perspective on the speaking industry, it's 49%, which means – 49% 49% of speakers, whether it's Les Brown, Lisa Nichols, Eric Thomas, whoever you want to think, you know, Tony Robbins, 49% of them make their money through products, programs, and things like that. 
So that's why they have live events. That's why they have books. That's why they have coaching programs. So it's like everyone is not getting paid this handsome upfront honorarium. Only 51% of speakers make their money through an actual speaking fee. That's almost 50-50%. That levels mm-hmm. the playing field for average people. So once I realized that, I was like, huh, I need to be creating coaching programs. Huh, I need to be having my own live events. Huh, why am I treating my speaking career like a nine-to-five waiting, wishing, hoping somebody pray, uh, pays me to speak versus creating an opportunity and paying myself. So once I cracked that code, I began to kind of really give other speakers and entrepreneurs what I call a mentality makeover when it comes to their speaking career and getting them to look at that 49% versus not just focusing on that 51%. Wow, so powerful. And I know, you know, I've been speaking for, uh, this actually will be my 15th year in the business. Uh, and, you know, off and on, uh, and, and that same thing, it was about, you know, I, and I started speaking once I wrote a book. So I came into the industry with a book, um, you know, and, and knew that that was going to be kind of the, the, the one product. But I tell you, it was at least 10 years into the business, into my career before I realized that, you know, that wasn't enough. Like I needed to really develop an entire suite of products and an entire suite of services that I could provide uh, to kind of uh, have something I'm really giving to people and, and not just give them a book to read, but give them uh, systems that they can follow and how to really uh, grow and do what it is I'm teaching in the book. So uh, this is so important and such good information that you're giving and kind of takes me to, you know, you just uh, recently had a, a great event, Power at the Podium. Uh, talk to us about that event. I know you have another one coming up uh, too, uh, but let's talk to us about the Power at the Podium. People who, uh, your, your students who go through that program, what can they look to get out of that? Oh, my gosh. Power at the Podium is life-changing. It is a two-day event where I specifically work with entrepreneurs and teaching them how to maximize and monetize pretty much free paid, free speaking opportunities. So what I do is I teach them what I call a power presentation. Most people in the speaking industry know it as a signature talk. So it's a structured system that really takes people from interested to working with you to invested in working with you by the time you are done speaking. So I teach them what to do and what to say to get people to convert if they have 60 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, if they have five minutes to speak. Because what I'm realizing is most people are not prepared. So let's say you and I are both speaking at an event. You go first. And for whatever reason, you run way too long. They promised me 60 minutes. They say, you know what, Ryan ran too long. So you know what, Quinn, you don't have 60 minutes anymore. You only have 20. Most people are panicked. Oh, my God, what, are you gonna, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? Mm-hmm. So I taught them really how to, number one, most speakers don't even know about a signature talk. They're up here winging it every time. So the fact of the matter is when I was telling them that the people that they look up to pretty much have one or two talks they do all the time, different audiences, blew their mind, you know? And then also just giving them structure and strategy on what to say and when to say it then. So when they do make their offer, the conversion is a lot higher. And then on top of that, once they learn it, which is day one, day two, I actually fill the room with a live audience, and they perform this talk they just created in front of a live audience. Wow. And the that, reason that, why I do that wow. – go ahead. No, I was, was going to say that's so powerful, you know, that, that experience and how quickly you turn it over. And, and go ahead. I'm going to let you finish and tell us why you're doing it that way. I do it that way because it's a combination of all the professional development coaches and conferences I've been to. I've been to events where they'll teach me all the structure, but I don't have a chance to deliver it, and I don't have a chance to get feedback. Or when it is time, the speaking opportunity is three, four, maybe even five weeks or five months later. 
So I learned something in mm-hmm. October, but I'm not doing it until March 2020. That's mm-hmm. not, how is that going to help me, you know? So what I do is the energy is still high. I mean, it's a full day of content rich, and then the very next day you got a full crowd and you were delivering this presentation. So a lot of them, what I say is they come with pieces of the puzzle already. It's just that I align the puzzle. So when they deliver it and they're so excited about it, you know, it's a fresh kind of way, and they're still, their adrenaline is high, you know, the excitement from the event is still there, versus if you have all these notebooks, and then you go, and it's four months later to give the presentation, you're still not excited anymore. So you get all of that, and you get real-time feedback, and that's what people want. They're delivering this presentation using this structure and formula that I'm just giving them, and they're getting feedback or if they are doing it right. Wow. And I'm assuming they were recorded. So you walk out of there with a recorded presentation. I mean, obviously you might have to tweak some things, but, you know, I know with speaker reels and demo reels are, are some, some of the hardest things to get when you're new in the business, trying to get that good footage. Uh, you know, that's just another bonus they walk away with. So that that's great as well. You know, yes, I, I want to yep. They all get an individual copy of their of their presentation. So much, so much power right there. I want to read uh, a quick uh, excerpt from one of your, uh, I won't say her name, but one of your recent students. I want people to understand uh, that this, you know, if you're in the personal development space, you see tons and tons of experts out there. Everyone's trying to do something. Everyone's trying to teach you something. Uh, so when you find someone who's really doing it and having the results, it's important to um, for the listeners to know that, you know, this is the real deal, uh, but also I look at myself as the as a host to be able to endorse. I'm bringing someone uh, on my show. I'm in, you know putting someone in front of my audience that I can support what she stands for. So here is a quick excerpt from the last Power at the Podium, a young lady who said she had experience in speaking. Uh, she was in public affairs. She had been a public relations professional, a media trainer, uh, and she said that, however, none of her speaking engagements were converting the audience. So that means, you know, her clients, she wasn't uh, getting any new clients from her presentations. So that's so important because you can be a great speaker. You may go up there and, and rock the stage and, 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 you know, have everyone giving you a standing ovation uh, when, when you speak. But if you're not able to convert, and that's when you become a, uh, an entrepreneur, that's when you become a, a business, when you're actually able to convert those talks into uh, cash, into some kind of action, into some kind of uh, monetary benefit. Uh, so that that's um, so, so important, and that's one of the people hear that, uh, what people are saying about Quinn's uh, presentations. Now, Quinn, you mentioned something when you were talking about, you mentioned a signature talk. Now, I, I kind of chuckled when you said it uh, because, you know, I'm familiar with it, but for those who are, you know, new in anything really, but you, when, you, when you get new speaking, they, a lot of people feel like they have to have a different talk every time, <laughs> you know. And mm-hmm. like you said, that most, you know, you have that signature talk. You're not going to be an expert in everything. You may have three, four top, you know, top, you know, no more than four subject matters that you may be able to speak on. They should some kind of, you know, relate somehow. Uh, but you're not going to go out there and have a brand new presentation every time. Uh, but I think some speakers, when they're new, they get caught thinking, I've got to have something new to talk about, forgetting that every audience is going to be new. So the audience you speak to today isn't the same audience you just spoke to at the last event. So, you know, talk to us about that signature presentation, um, why it's so important just to have that uh, presentation as opposed to trying to, you know, do something new every single time. 
Yeah, I mean, there's so much power in your power presentation or signature talk, which, you know, the industry knows it for. But it's just about being comfortable with your material and knowing what you're going to say. I mean, people already know that public speaking is the number one fear of all Americans. So if you can have a talk where you set yourself up for success by not winging it or changing up your topic every time, it's going to make you feel more comfortable. And I know that some people are really like, oh, my gosh, I'm saying this over and over again, but it's a new audience. So it Mm -hmm. gives you structure. Um, it also gives you something to be known for. A lot of speakers and entrepreneurs that I meet, especially speakers, they're so general. What do you do? I'm a speaker. I'm a motivational speaker. And I'm like, okay, and, you know, so it gives you a unique perspective to be able to share your expertise with the world, but also it just gives you something to be known for. So if people know about this talk you do very well, then other people can know, I I want the talk that you did at this event. So it just really kind of positions you and also just really, really highlights your expertise and how you're able to serve. And that's what I feel like I'm doing right now. I'm teaching and I'm serving. I'm just operating in purpose. So I don't even see it as work or I'm selling. It's me doing what I've always known I was supposed to be. It just took me some years to kind of figure it out. So once you get that, the stories, if you hear, if you know about Les Brown, you know, you know, you know his story. It's the same time. You don't think about it, you know what I mean? But you know his story. You know that he was adopted. You know he's a twin. You know, you know, he's uh, Mamie Brown's baby boy. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you know, you know, Lisa Nichols, you know her story. You know about how you know, she had a son and she didn't have enough money for him for to get pampers and she told him that she would never be this broke again. Why? Because she tells it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. It's the beauty of the consistency. It's the beauty of the connection. It's the beauty of just owning your story and, and, and going through with it versus trying to, that's going to stress you out, trying to change it up every time. But it's something that right. we have to learn. Right. You know, I liken it to uh, performers, singers. When you go to a concert and sometimes, you know, they'll sing a song and they want to change it up and sing it differently uh, because they sing it every night and they might get tired of seeing it the same way, forgetting that the audience there, it's, it might be their first time on, and ever seeing them. And, you know, it's cool to mix it up a little bit, but those people like the song that's on the album. And they want to come and hear the song on the album. I don't want to hear the remix. I want to hear how you sing it on the album. You know, and yeah. uh, as performers, you know, we got to remember that, each audience, this might be this their first time, you know. So uh, it's important to to have that power talk, as you call it. I like that, um, and and stick with that. I know early on in my my in my my business, when you're looking at people that you look up to, and you go on to presentation, and you wonder how in the world are they speaking so long and so well, and and with no notes. How do they remember all this? And he realized, well, because they give the same talk all the time. So you, you get more comfortable with it. And you're not up there with, uh, looking at your notes or fumbling over things. And, you know, you do things like that, you, you instantly lose your credibility. If you, if you don't look like you know what you're talking about and are really the expert in your subject matter. So No, that so, is absolutely, absolutely true in, in so many ways. Yeah, they're doing it over and over again. They've mastered it, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and the biggest thing, too, that you said, too, which I learned, that was my issue. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I was speaking, and I was always a great speaker, but my conversion sucked. I had to get a coach. Like, what am I doing wrong? That sucked my whole life. You know what I mean? What am I doing wrong? I, people were like, oh, my God, Quinn, this is great. They're taking pictures. They want to put it on Facebook, but they were not buying. And right. I just did not understand why. And, honestly, that caused me to, I say I lost my voice for a few years. Because I was just frustrated, you know, 
people didn't want to necessarily pay me to speak. And then it was just like when I was doing my own events and I was making an offer, nobody was buying. So once I kind of cracked that code and I became really, really good, and then I started teaching other people and they started converting, I was like, oh, yeah, I found my secret sauce. Let's go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I want to, uh, before I forget, make sure people who are listening know that Quinn's story, part of the story, is actually featured in uh, my latest book, Becoming a Passionpreneur. So she is one of the spotlight uh, stories in the book as well. So that's a quick plug for the book. Go out there and get the Passionpreneur uh, book. And you can go ahead and see some more of Quinn's story. But, Quinn, you also have an um, event coming up. I want you to go ahead and share that information with my listeners. Uh, tell them about the event and how they can uh, join forces with you. Awesome. So, yes, yeah, so my event is on January 11th. Uh, 2020, and it's called Profit from Public Speaking. And I'm teaching entrepreneurs and business owners the three things they must master in order to profit from public speaking. Just so you know, it is not getting the event planner to pay you up front, and it's not also just being a great speaker. So most people who come to me, they are interested in making money speaking, but they really have no clue where to get started. So I'll be sharing my secrets and really just teaching people how to maximize and monetize free speaking opportunities. When you get asked to be on a panel or you get asked to do a, a workshop and they don't have any up month, upfront money to pay you, how can you still profit from that opportunity? And that is what I am teaching. I am not necessarily sure when uh, this will air, but just go to quinnconyers.com and you can kind of see the information there under the events tab. And again, you can learn about my event, Profit from Public Speaking. I would love the opportunity to serve you and show you really how your voice has so much value in business, but just showing you the tips and tools and resources how to leverage it. So I really want the days of people speaking at events, panels, workshops, and going home empty-handed to stop. So if you are an entrepreneur listening to this right now and you know that you've been speaking, you know you've been doing workshops, you know you've been doing panels, but you just are not converting or making the money that you want to, definitely check out Profit from Public Speaking. It will really open up your mind to how you can really leverage your voice in business as a lead generation tool, as a marketing strategy, or even as a side business. Man, so awesome. So awesome. I'm sitting there like, wow. Uh, it just Again, I said at the beginning, but knowing where you started from and just listening to you, I'm like, it's it's like uh, when the the uh, teacher becomes a student. So I, I'm I, I feel funny sometimes telling people I'm proud of them because I'm like, you know, who am I to be? You know, you don't owe me anything. But I, I am I admire your career. I admire everything that you've done. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I I'm always rooting for you. I put it that way. I'm always rooting for you. Um, you are a great story. And we need more people like you in this industry because, and I tell people about this, the reason why I help people market their books and make sure that's right because when every, when the more independent people are doing it the right way, it makes it better for the entire industry. So you're doing the same thing. When you can make better speakers, it makes the entire industry better. Uh, so I appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, make sure you go to Quinn Conyers, that's Q-U-I-N-N-C-O-N-Y-E-R-S.com. Make sure you go ahead and register for her profit from public speaking event. Reach out with, uh, to her. Uh, you know, just follow her. She's a great, great person. And uh, thank you so much, Quinn, for being on the show today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Passionpreneur Podcast. If you liked it, tell someone else about it. Go ahead and share it out. And also make sure you click that subscribe button and follow us and listen to every week's episode. I am your host, Ryan C. Green. You can reach me at www.ryancgreen.com 
follow me on all social media at Raji Speaks. I look forward to working with you, talking to you soon. And just remember, if the best part about going to work is getting off of work, it's time to become a passionpreneur. Thank you.